Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Coaster Completer podcast. Today, we're having our special co-host, Emotional Roller Coasters. Hey, guys, it's Steph from ERC. Alright, so, uh, tell us a little about yourself and your page. Well, I work with two other girls, B and Joey, and we create a webcomic about robots built as personified roller coasters. You can find us on Instagram at emotional underscore roller coasters. <laughs> and of course, you all know me, I run the low-quality YouTube channel you're watching right now. Oh, you're fine. Please don't leave. <laughs> I need subs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so now that you know the hosts for the show, let's get into the news. So, uh, Steph, what should we start off with? All I have on my mind right now is that Szechuan sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Session sauce and hot sauce. Alright, so before the podcast started running, we were talking, I still have some Szechuan sauce sitting on my drawer from February when McDonald's brought it back, and I'm gonna cherish it forever. <laughs> See, now if it was the guys at Cedar Point, you would have <laughs> chucked it at your vengeance. Oh yeah, let's get into that. So... Uh, a week or two ago, Cedar Point and some of the Cedar Fair parks thought it would be a good idea to start, like, not allowing phones, like, in the queues for roller coasters, which is reasonable so people don't bring them on the rides because there have been multiple injuries in the past year due to that. But when you take away teenagers' phones and they don't have entertainment while waiting in lines, I mean, who would want to watch that Cedar Fair fun TV? Like, <laughs> so instead of resorting to that, they resort to, I don't know, maybe grabbing some hot sauce packets from Panda Express and start chucking that at trains. <laughs> <laughs> the description of the account was great. I mean, <laughs> paraphrasing here, one of the packets exploded in the front of the train and it hit passengers in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what train was it? Because I know how they have the three different trains. Did it yeah. Say- it better not have been Chess's train, because that is some high levels of disrespect right there. We do not disrespect Chess Watkins. <laughs> okay, this is already getting ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the... Oh, Still, man. Just, like, what was going through my mind? So like, huh. I have six hot sauce packets and hair pants. Let's start just throwing them at the ground, stomping them, and, like... Give everyone on Steel Vengeance a rain of hot sauce. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you think I can make that shot from here? <laughs> uh. No, it's like, do it. You won't. <laughs> and the best part is, like, they literally had to go to security camera footage. And so, at the end, when they got off the ride, the police were there, and they asked if they did, and they couldn't say no, because... Their shoes were covered in hot sauce, and their pockets were full of hot sauce packets. <laughs> so, <laughs> just think, though, that's going to be, like, in their criminal record, like, 
many people, you know, drunk driving, stuff like that, getting in trouble, and then these kids for, like, the rest of their life on their criminal record, they're gonna have throwing hot sauce at a roller coaster train. <laughs> I mean, there's worse things you can have on your record, but... <laughs> That's just as stupid as it gets. As an employer... I would require them to tell me that story. <laughs> like, I want to know what led to this. No, imagine, like, what about when the parents, like, heard about the whole thing from the police? Oh, we got your son here. He, he was caught throwing hot sauce packets at Steel Vengeance. <sighs> what have I raised? Just, uh, um, <laughs> On a similar note, though, which is hilarious, a couple weeks ago I was at my local fair, and so I was waiting in line. They had one of the pop-up, like, uh, Zamperla star flowers, I think it was by Zamperla. And so, uh, it, like, when I was waiting in line and I was gonna get on, just a random purse fell, like, four feet away from me. And then everyone was looking up. <laughs> Someone's purse ejected from the top of the ride and fell right next to me. And so my <laughs> friends and I just started laughing. It was hilarious. But then I was miserable because after that in a few more cycles, when I was just about to get on the ride after a 40-minute wait, it was night, so the views were beautiful. It broke down. All the lights oh. flickered, went out. It was broken. Wow. Yeah, the operator, like, kicked out the entire line. <laughs> and that was supposed to be my last ride of the night, so I ended up going on, like, no last good rides. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess there's always next year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's funny with the purse, though. Yeah, it really is funny. Also, what happened, though, uh, well, I think, what, oh, yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, that same fair, they had one of the pop-ups, the Imperla Wild Musses. My little brother and I were literally grabbing rivets from the ground, like, while waiting in the queue, <laughs> like, on the ground, we were finding rivets and, like, nuts and bolts and stuff. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's that's why I tend to stay away from fairs. Oh, I don't I don't care like I just <laughs> lock myself in on any contraption I find myself happen like near, <laughs> you know. I don't care if it's a pop-up ride or not. I'm getting in that <laughs> thing. <laughs> one for it. Oh yeah, I went on my first KMG Tango and it wasn't very pleasant. So I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pretty tall dude like uh, one example of these is when Camby Lake Park in New Hampshire had the Equinox, that's a Camji Tango. These things stink. So, <laughs> they're already, like, stand-up cars, so the seat wasn't padded at all, so that was, like, crushing my crotch. And then the metal bar came out, that was crushing my thigh area. And then also, there were the... There are two, like, cart seat belts that go over your shoulders. <laughs> and so those things, they were pushing me down. So my whole body, the entire ride, was being crushed down into these seats. It was like being pushed into one of those wood splitters. That's what it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> wood splitter. Oh, yeah. boy. And the whole time I was screaming, not because of the thrill, but because of how painful it was. 
<laughs> that was actually me on uh, Carowind's Vortex. Oh yeah, I heard Vortex's garbage. Yeah. I mean, it for B and M. That's that's definitely one of the rougher ones. <laughs> that yeah. that was an ex- that was an experience and not of the good kind. <laughs> and of course, I was with my um, my sisters and my family friends who were all GP. They loved it and wanted to marathon it. (laughs) As well as, uh, what is it, Ricochet, I believe? Their pinball-themed one. Um, I think it's Ricochet. Why would you marathon those? Why not marathon Fury? That's what I did. I I straight up left them. (laughs) I was was there with um, Julian, who's CPKI Obsession on Instagram. (laughs) And we met up left my family, Marathon Fury and Intimidator and Afterburn. <laughs> like, that's the water park wasn't open yet and we were there for two days, so I want I wonder what Carowinds I think Carowinds needs a launch coaster. Oh yeah. I mean rumor is Mac Double Launch. Um I'm excited for that. I oh, yeah. wish that I had an easier way to get to Carowinds. It's an eight hour drive for me. In my 97 Saturn, if it's going to be driving anywhere, it's a Cedar Point. It won't make it, but it'll be a holy sacrifice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I've actually never been a launch coaster on a launch coaster before. I've been, like, the only launch rides I've been able to get on, because my family doesn't go to parks that often. I'm the only enthusiast. The only launch rides is I've been on two SNS. Uh, combo towers. That sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, th- those are fun. Yeah, I haven't been on one of those. I'm trying to imagine. I'm, try- I'm trying to think up the top of my head what those look like again. It's you know the drop towers that launch you up. Oh right, right. Okay. Yeah, those are a lot of fun. Honestly, like they give loads of air time because. How the ones oh, I yeah. how the ones I found it launches you at top but it doesn't like let gravity slow you down the top it like forces you to go down so at the top you get some negative G's. Oh, that is pretty nice. Yeah, and so the one I went on at Six Flags New England it did that first launch, but then was beautiful is I had one of the best views ever. It's it slowed down, then it raised you up to the top slowly, gave you five seconds to look over the river in the entire park, and oh, then that it would dropped. Be yeah. Yeah, see, honestly, I feel like with ranking theme parks, I mean, just the views themselves should count for at least something. Because, yeah. I mean, Cedar Point called me a CP fanboy, but, <laughs> I mean, absolute gorgeous view. I mean,. It's on a peninsula. No matter where you are, on the top of a coaster, you'll see the water. And Millennium Forest faces the sunset. I mean, best sunset rides ever. My favorite. It's absolutely incredible. My favorite sunset ride of all time was Superman the Ride. Uh, That's my bucket list. I want to ride that. It is really good. It's more floater airtime, I felt. But, yeah. so it was sunset, it was like my first time to Six Flags, I was going up the lift hill, so on your right you see the entire park glowing with lights, 
on your left you see the sun setting, but then there's the river, so the sun's reflecting in the river, and then the whole park is reflecting in the river. So you can see all the rides reflecting as you're climbing up this lift hill. And then I was in back seat. Best seat oh, on the ride. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It that's was an, it was an hour wait. It was the longest wait I've ever waited for something, but it was worth it. Jeez, if the longest you've ever waited is an hour, <laughs> just wait till you get to Cedar Point. <laughs> Hopefully someday I can get to Cedar Point. Yeah, when you do, make sure you go in May. I'm, I've gone in May, July, this year I'll go in August, so we'll see how that goes. And then October, October was so crowded on the Midway going from Maverick to Millennium. Um, they, I believe it, they have corn stalkers by their whitewater rafting ride. The midway was so congested, you were shoulder to shoulder and you couldn't move. <laughs> That's how many people were in that park. The coasters themselves had waits as long as the haunted houses, and each haunted house clocked you in at up to three hours. Yeah, I, I don't really do haunted houses. They're not my kind of thing, personally. I'm more of a roller coaster guy. Oh, I love them both. See, the thing is, for me, I've been going to Fear Fest, not through the haunted houses, obviously, but I've been going to the yeah. haunt of it since I was a three-year-old, been going through the haunted houses since I was a nine-year-old, <laughs> because my, my parents don't raise wussies. <laughs> we are doing everything. So, I'm used to it. The only things that ironically scare me are animatronics. So... <laughs> Conveniently, webcomic about robots, animatronics. <laughs> yeah, the research for that was fun. <laughs> I, I literally texted the crew, guys, I don't think I can do animatronic research anymore. Someone is going to have to take this over. I'm getting panic attacks. <laughs> ne <laughs> never let you go to Disney World. Disney World was, like, it, yeah. it, was, it was as fun as it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it truly, it's incredible to see these machines in action. I mean, you have to respect just all the imagineering that went behind them. But, I mean, even if they look, I mean, I mean, even if they're, no matter if they're cartoon, look incredibly realistic. For me, they all fall into Uncanny Valley, and I am terrified. Yeah, I know. Uh, to me, to me, they're not Uncanny Valley. They're good, in my opinion. The kind that are uncanny valley are like, uh, you know, fairground haunted houses. Yeah, Those and um, Small World. It's a Small World scared oh, gosh. me. Oh, gosh. Like, that was just a slow, painful descent into madness. Imagine being a ride up and having to listen to that same stupid song eight hours a day, five days a week. I would actually leave. <laughs> they couldn't pay me to do that. Yeah. Oh, would you like to join the Disney College program? Yeah, I'd love to. All right, here's your job. Help out it. It's a small world. You want on second thought, and then I'd already be halfway across the country. <laughs> yeah. Well, the best part is, is um, I'm going to Bowling Green State University for college this fall, and um, our crew groupie, Justice, who's Kings Island, Ohio, on Instagram, he sent me an article, Cedar Fair partners with Bowling Green State University to make a new major in theme park management. What? I, I, I 
texted him, that's it, I'm switching majors. <laughs> but it's actually a great program. So you get to work in the park, you get internships, and you don't have to work at Cedar Point. Like for me, I live 15 minutes from Kings Island. I could do my internship there and live at home instead. So I don't have to pay for a room and board. I would, yeah, I mean, it's not a it's not a bad program. I would love to do that. Like, my dream my entire life is been able to work on parks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, with how good you are with computers, honestly, you can probably go into um, ride maintenance and that kind of stuff. Oh, thanks. I want to actually design the rides like I've already been trying to teach myself CAD. Oh, see, that'd be cool. I love designing roller coasters. My problem is is that I can build a Marvel roller coaster trial and error, no problem. I failed physics. <laughs> <laughs> I took physics my senior year. Um, I had an F the entire semester until Aww. I got 50 points on the final exam. I got a D minus, dropped the class because I wasn't going to go through that again. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, Votech and I'm planning on either doing drafting in CAD or computer engineering. See, that would be cool. Those right, are both good majors. Right now. Our, oh, sorry, you go. Sorry. There, yeah, I was just, our CAD lab at the school I go to, Mason, it, like, highlight of senior year, our CAD lab caught on fire. What? Like, actual fire in the vents, the vacuum, um, the vacuum vent to suck up the sawdust caught fire um i was on the floor directly above it so <laughs> yeah that was an experience Toasty. yeah i mean you couldn't see going down the stairwell because there was so much smoke and if, so of course we're descending all of mason is descending down uh the b1 flight of stairs mm -hmm. where the fire is in b1 we see the smoke rising i try to turn around and go a different way because hey smoke means fire there is fire on the floor below us. Let's not go there. The rest of Mason continues to go down B1. Honestly, I'm not sure. In in fires, like, not drills, I'm pretty sure nobody would follow the protocol and it just become the Hunger Games. Oh, no. Okay, you know what is the Hunger Games? Early ride, running to steal vengeance. <laughs> I mean, I... I... I'm in shape, I swim, but I am not a runner, I'm not in running shape. I am the, I'm wheezing on that run, but gosh darn it, I'm gonna get on that first train. I'll end up being like the 10th person there, um, just because anyone, like anyone who has young kids, they're out. Anyone who has, you know, anyone who's older, they'll probably stick around for the beginning and then you'll beat them in the back half. Yeah. Uh, the only people who can beat me are like college men. <laughs> but, I mean, the last time I was there, so we go through Breaker's entrance. You take the boardwalk, right? you park in the main lot, and you can actually take the boardwalk now all the way down to Breaker's entrance. It's significantly closer to Steel Vengeance. Mm. Um, yeah, it, so you'll enter right behind Dragster. I mean, it, it cuts the walk in half, and it's a shorter route, route than going Marina entrance by Valraven and Millennium. Mm-hmm. So we'll take that, and one of the days, because we were there multiple days, um, we get ready to sprint. We hurdle the plastic gate that the policemen have to pull aside at, at the start. And, I mean, like, right at the beginning, 
some girl just totally tripped, bit it, like slammed (laughs) onto the ground, and I, like, leap over to the side so I don't run into her. (laughs) I'm like, well, (laughs) another one bites the dust. (laughs) Like, people are tripping over her in the back. I mean, it it is a mad sprint. What I did at Six Flags New England, they let people, like, in the park before rope drop. So I was right by the rope. And then as soon as they were about to rope drop the guy said it was open, I hurtled over the rope and dashed as fast as possible to Wicked Cyclone. And I was on the third or fourth train. But after that, we did some other rides. It was dead in the park. Everyone was over it. Uh, the water park, so... Later, oh, nice. Yeah, later Wicked Cyclone, one of the best RMCs out there, had a five-minute wait. Ooh, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping that'll happen uh, when I go. I'm going to Cedar Point August 7th. I'll be there the entire day. And I'm really hoping that most people are in the water park. Just so people understand my suffering when it comes to amusement parks. Alright, my nearest amusement park is 40 minutes away, except it's like a kitty, barely an amusement park, like only an SBF Visa spinner, and also one other, Zamperla. I think it's a Zamperla. So, there's that. And then, my next closest park is an hour and a half away, which only has an arrow corkscrew a wooden coaster, and a Gerslauer Eurofighter. And then my nearest major park is two and a half hours away. Jeez, yeah, that's my that's my drive to Bowling Green. I'm about three, four hours from Cedar Point, depending on traffic. Um, can't hit that date in rush hour, or you are done. <laughs> and then uh, Kentucky Kingdom, I don't know exactly, but I think it's somewhere around two hours away, an hour and a half, two hours away. It's not too far. Um, Holiday World is within the same boat for me. Um, I don't know the exact number, but it's it's a day trip. Have you ever been to Holiday World before? I haven't, nor have I been to Kentucky Kingdom. They're so close, but um, I get a Platinum Pass, so I'm, I've only been to Cedar Fair Parks. Uh, ah. I've wanted to go to Holiday World, especially because... Um, I, I really want to ride Voyage and... Just wait, uh, just wait for Hollywood Nights, though. If you're going to go, you should go one of the Hollywood Nights. there. For All right. Trimless Voyage. Ooh. At night. Oh, okay. In See, that might even... if A Trimless Voyage at night will most likely bump my rankings of Beast, and I am not okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I I home raised at Kings Island. I love the beast. I understand now that I've been on, you know, a lot more coasters that, you know, perhaps it is no longer one of the best, but I still think it's a legendary ride. It does look really good. At night, it's it's incredible. I mean, what what makes it so neat it's not your traditional layout of a coaster. You are in the woods. You're going underground, in and out of tunnels. The trees are growing up in parts under the track and just the covering the track like a canopy. You're right there on the ground. 
So it might not have all these airtime hills, but it's absolutely insane. And that double helix, that double, <laughs> that double helix is, is, I mean, <laughs> you are, you're done. <laughs> it, I was gonna- it, it's, it's a little rough, but it's intense. It's like that intense rough feeling you want. I was going to say, I didn't think that um, we'd be a huge fan of the double helix because it's just so big, it doesn't look that good. You know? It's, it, it was surprisingly good. Oh, it is? Yeah, like, it's... it's You enter it at... I forget, the, I don't know the exact angle, but somewhere... It has to be somewhere close to like thirty-five degree angles, forty. You know, it, you're you're there. Um, That's a lot. You're of entering the tunnel. You're en- oh yeah, it, especially in the back. But you ride beast in the back because you want to get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> like like that's that's where you ride the beast. And the double helix. I mean, you're just bouncing around. When you get on the train, let's see. You want to be. I think you want to be the last person to enter the car. Yeah, you yeah, you want to be okay, yeah. Be the last person to enter in the car. Like have your buddy go in first, then you go in second, and you should be with your head inches away from the metal plating around the tunnel. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it is. I mean, and what's nice is that the initial drop is um a lot taller than the coaster is itself you plunge right underground and you are just whipped you come out of there you are thrown against the seat it's i mean it's a it's a fun ride especially at night and you ride that at night you can't see anything there is no lights out there you can't see the rest of the park i mean because you're on the ground you're in the woods like that's it what was kind of hilarious is when i went to six flags new england uh I was just thinking about, so, you know, Goliath, the giant inverted boomerang? Yeah. All day I was trying to get on it, but every time I was walking near the entrance, it'd break down. <laughs> and halfway through the rot, like, day, I saw some people stranded at the bottom of the second lift because it broke oh, down no. there. And so the final... it was going to be one of my final rides of the day. I was running up to the entrance, getting ready to go on, and then it broke down as soon as I stepped into the queue. You have the worst luck with getting on coasters. Good luck getting on Dragster. (laughs) I'm not sure. Dragster, like, it'll go down so much during the day and pop right back up, but then you don't know if it's going to be one of those long breaks. I'm not sure what's more likely me winning the mega jackpot or me being able to like get on dragster (laughs) true more and then lightning rod what's more likely (laughs) winning two lotteries or getting on lightning rod (laughs) lightning rod. i mean everyone's like dragsters down so much i'm like yes but (laughs) have you seen lightning rod (laughs) Is Dragster good? Like, is it smooth? It's like, yeah, it's like nothing you've ever ridden. I've not been on Ka, which is the the only other Stratocoaster of its kind. Yeah. Um, I've heard that Dragster is smoother than it. I want to go on Ka just because it, it is, like, a good amount taller. Yeah. I, it's, it's, a, it's really freaking tall. Um, 
But Dragster has, in my opinion, much better restraints. The only thing holding you in is a seatbelt and a lap bar. <laughs> oh, on, on King on, on King Dika, they have, like, a whole over-the-shoulder restraint. Oh, thing. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it totally defeats the purpose of the airtime hill. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I mean, I want to go on car, but Dragster, I mean, especially for you not having been on a launched coaster, it's... It's an experience like no other. I mean, my my 97 Saturn struggles getting up to 60. <laughs> I mean, if <laughs> Flight of Fear at Kings Island launches at about 60. So if my if my car is going 60, we're on the struggle bus, especially if I have to do that going up a hill or speeding up to get on the highway. <laughs> so 120 with nothing but a lap bar is absolutely incredible. Plus the view, you're going up over that top hat, you get the most gorgeous view of Millennium. You get Sandusky and the lake. You know what's even where I wonder the odds of me striking gold or me getting a roll back on Dragster. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I was there last year, it was testing in the morning. It was it was a little late. We were waiting outside of um outside of the ride because it, it was like, you know, maybe ten fifteen at that time, so we hadn't bailed yet. And they launched it. They've been launching a couple trains, and they they launched one. It almost almost got stuck on the top. It was it was like that would have been the third time it happened. It was sitting there for you know it, it was sitting there for a good probably like ten seconds, just easing forward, and it finally went down. But oh my gosh! I saw I saw this one where they launched Dragster and everyone. Like, uh, got, they got stuck at the very top, so then everyone just started, you know, shaking themselves forward, like, rowing with their bodies forward, and then they were able to push the train down the other side. Yeah, see, I would have been like, no, you fools, go backwards, let's get a roll back. <laughs> Alright, does Steel Vengeance have pacing issues? I don't think so. I don't even... I mean, I, it was my first RMC, so I was absolutely blown away. I, I came off of that ride speechless, absolutely speechless. I don't think it has pacing issues. The only thing that sucks is, like, those three little bunny rabbit hills at the end because that's like being punched in the gut <laughs> three times by a bodybuilder. Other than that, it's absolutely fantastic. RMC makes amazing rides but not the best trains. Like the yeah, the, the train is a little rough. I mean, I understand why the restraints have to be like that, and yeah. I like that it's not over-the-shoulder restraints. It's just, given the style of ride and restraint, like any restraint you put on there would just be uncomfortable. It's just something you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. The only, well, the only thing that sucks is the, the freaking no-phone policy. <laughs> like, they have, they have um, Battle for Cedar Point, you're supposed to scan oh, these yeah. billboards. They have them in the line. Like, okay, so <laughs> I guess we aren't playing at Steel Vengeance because now you can't scan the billboards. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. yeah, I got to download that again. I played it last time I went, um, but I didn't download the full version uh, for storage issues. Yeah. But... Um, now I deleted enough apps to where 
I can download the full game when I go up again. And I'm very excited to see what the entire app is like. I think it has a lot of potential. Do you use iPhone or Android? I have an iPhone because yeah. I like the I like iMessage. I mean, I I I used to have um, Samsungs, you know, I, every, every other phone but an iPhone. My phone would my old phone at least was an HTC or I, I don't know. It, it was touchscreen, but yeah. It would shut down if I received too many group messages, hmm. which you can't really have in high school coordinating group group projects and all that. The only product I like by HTC is the HTC Vive. It's the VR headset they use on oh, right. Aaron Brown's Ghost Train and stuff like that. Yeah, see, that would be fun. My friend has one. I haven't been... See, I've been at Cedar Point so many times uh, this season and last season. I could have easily done um, Iron Dragon with the VR. Yeah. But <laughs> every single time, the line will be over 45 minutes. I, I don't care if it's VR or not. I'm not waiting 45 plus minutes for Iron Dragon. <laughs> I, I oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about Iron Dragon's existence. I know. I mean, it's not it's not one you easily see. And it's like you're you're only going down that way cuz you're sprinting to Millennium. Yeah. Which, so, like yeah, oh, sorry, you can okay. continue. What's a more enjoyable ride, Millennium Force or Steel Vengeance? <sighs> that is that is a really hard one to ask me. So I've been riding Millennium Force since I was in kindergarten. I was freakishly tall, like a stretched out piece of Laffy Taffy. <laughs> and <laughs> so I've been riding Millennium, I mean, since I can remember. I've been going to the park as a baby before I was 48 inches. That was the ride. That was hyped for me. Um, and so ever since, I've just been blown away. It's, I mean, I... I know it's maybe not the best coaster anymore, but you have to appreciate its history, its view, and I, I grew up with it, literally, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a 99 baby, fall 99, uh, millennium, spring 2000, so <laughs> you you can say I grew, I literally grew up with that coaster, but the ride on Steel Vengeance, the layout's obviously much more interesting. Um, you get to feel that what I really like about Millennium is you get the speed the entire ride. Um, you're not floating around and losing that speed constantly. I mean, over the airtime hills it does have, you're hauling. Um, and, but the thing is on Steel Vengeance, it does that too. I mean, through all the inversions, I mean, you're still maintaining pretty good speed. You're being thrown into each twist and turn, and it's really nice. I mean, you don't have just the long just going fast kind of speed because you're being thrown around so much. Um, but for I would have to ride Steel Vengeance a couple more times to decide which one I would prefer to ride um, just because of, you know, nostalgia. Yeah. If you gave me a choice between the two, I would go with Millennium, but uh, that's purely nostalgia. I'd pick Steel Vengeance. Oh yeah, like every other part of me would be Steel Vengeance, but... Okay, have... Alright, this is a question I 
haven't asked yet. Have you ever been on a Vacoma SLC? I believe I have. Oh. That's the inverted boomerangs. No. Am I no? Alright, no, then probably. The, the SLCs like Mind Eraser, Great Nor'easter. Oh god, no. Heavens no. Well, you've done yourself a favor, because I've been on Mind Eraser, and then they put on the vest restraints and changed it to, uh, what is it? Riddler's uh, Revenge. And yeah. both times it's garbage. Like, <laughs> as soon as you're, um, at the bottom of the drop, it just, it's nothing but terrible. Like, I literally screamed the whole time, but it wasn't, like, happy screams. It was like, oh my gosh, like, every bone in my body's being broken. And, like, my 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 friends who were on that with me are also most likely listening to this podcast, and they know how horrible it was, and just the noises I made going through that thing. It's a oh it's a kind of suffering I've never experienced before. <laughs> so my, the worst coaster I've been on, well maybe the most painful coaster I've been on uh, that just really throws me is in Vertigo at Kings Island. But the best part about that is um, you face each other in the seating, and it's so funny to ride with me because I don't even try to do this. I try to hold it together. I make the funniest facial expressions while I ride because I am in genuine fear. <laughs> I mean, last time I rode it, I it was earlier this week. I was there with a bunch of friends. Um, they decided to ride it because they're GP, and I'm like, ah, what the heck, you know, can't argue with a group of five. <laughs> so we, we're in line, and I tell them, I'm like, guys, I'm – I think I'm dehydrated, you know, I'm really dizzy. After this, we're going to have to get some water. I started blacking out on that freaking coaster. <laughs> I got off the ride, and I'm like, gosh darn it, was that was that more forceful than Millennium? <laughs> I, 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 like, guys, I need, I need to sit down. <laughs> Seat down in row six. Gosh, yeah, I, we were in the middle of the train, too, so it wasn't even worth it. <laughs> Oh, but, but yeah, I mean, actually, I did, I have, I usually gray out on Millennium, just, I don't know, I gray out pretty easily on coasters, um, but one time riding front car, I did, in fact, black out for more than half of the ride, like, <laughs> I didn't have anything for breakfast except for a single Pop-Tart, that was a mistake. All right, uh, do you think you could take over the podcast just for a second? I have to check on my dog. Yeah, you're totally fine. All right, cool. All right, so to continue, I was I only had a single Pop-Tart, blacked out as soon as we finished the first overbank, and <laughs> I was slumped over the front of the train, sliding around, it wasn't until um, the airtime hill before going into the tunnel with the camera that I slapped myself in the nose so hard I came to. And I, you know, as, as everything came into focus, it's all bright, sunny. My immediate thought was, oh my gosh, I'm on Millennium Force. And then it went immediately to, am I dead? Did I go to heaven? <laughs> 
my immediate thought. And, I mean, com- coming off of the coaster, I wasn't still entirely convinced I wasn't dead. <laughs> so, of course, as soon as we get out of line, you know, I- I'm, like, staggering down uh, the stairs, you know, like, oh, like, what what just happened? And I asked my grandma, because my grandma's in her 70s. She'll ride any coaster she can get on with me. It's absolutely great. Um, she was riding front row with me. I'm like, did, did you see me black out? She's like, what? Did you see me, like, flailing around around the seat? She's like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Not really. I'm like, oh, gosh, Grandma. Like, <laughs> so I don't, I, I don't know what happened, but uh, we get off the ride, and immediately my parents are like, you want to do that again? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Is that a question? There's no line. <laughs> Ran right back up. Still thought I was dead going up the lift hill again. I mean, I I wasn't entirely convinced until after I got off of Maverick. Yeah. Uh, what was funny is I'm pretty good at keeping myself together. So just to mess with some people uh, at my local Six Flags, they have a super loop. I've been on so many of them. They're nothing special. So I was sitting across from these people. They were terrified, but the whole time I just had a perfectly straight face the entire ride. Great! (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was like the funniest thing on earth. That's so funny. See, I've wanted to like do that on Slingshot at KI because they record you. Yeah. So like even through the even through the launch, just look totally unamused. Um. (laughs) Actually, the I've been on Extreme Skyflyer once, um, j- the last year, and that was a terrifying experience for me. I enjoyed it. I loved the adrenaline rush, but getting me up there, getting me up there was uh, a feat in itself. Oh, have you ever seen that video of that guy on Diamondback where every airtime Hilly passed out? Like, so he's climbing the lift just to his crest over, he passed out, and while near the top of the airtime hill, he woke up again, and they screamed and then passed out again. It was just like that the entire ride. Ew, I feel like I do remember that video. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, a long time ago I saw that. (laughs) Oh my, yeah, I would have to watch it again. (laughs) So, in general, is Kings Island a nice park? Oh, I love it. I mean, as soon as we get our neck, or whatever coaster we're going to end up getting for our anniversary coming up in 22, I think it'll bring us back into the game with, um, you know, Canada's Wonderland and Carowinds. Um, KI, in my opinion, used to be one of their better parks, but it sort of is falling in the ranks with, like, now that Carowinds has Fury, although I do think that Kings Island is a better all-around park than Carowinds is. Yeah. It, ride park exclusively because I haven't been to Carowinds Water Park, yeah. so I can't I can't compare those. I think but, I think with the Cedar Fair lineup, like the rankings of the parks, like I think the the best one, Cedar Point, then below that is Carowinds in Canada's Wonderland, and then below that uh, is Kings Island and Kings Dominion. And then below that are Dorney Park and the other ones that people forget about easily. Like, I couldn't, I probably can't even name all of the Cedar Fair parks because there's so many of them, but half of them are forgettable. I haven't been to a Cedar Fair park 
yet, but, uh, I have been to one Six Flags Park in general. The Six Flags Park I went to, but it is nice, but it's just not quite as nice as the Cedar Fair parks, like all the advertising. It's just kind of hideous. It's tacky. Like, that's my only thing. What, something that I respect the hell out of Cedar Fair for doing compared to Six Flags is Cedar Fair now is... I mean, and, and being a personifier myself, having my own webcomic about personified roller coasters, Cedar Fair is crafting stories not only between yeah. their coasters, linking Mystic Timbers to Twisted Timbers, um, the ride that's going to go in at Carowinds, whatever that will be called. I've been hearing rumors about Centurion, which would be really cool. Yeah. Um, please, God, do not name it Timbers. <laughs> timbers anything. Yeah. but. Twisted anything or timbers anything. But they're connecting just their general rides, but then they went as far as the battle apps are neat. Those are all original designs. The gameplay is getting better, but this year with the introduction of Steel Vengeance, the entire coaster is themed to a story that they made up themselves. They had walk-around characters. You see Six Flags bringing in, you know, walk-around superhero characters, walk-around supervillains. They're not Cedar original. Fair, Cedar Fair had the guts to make their own story that was actually really good. I would like to know more of this. I mean, like the Hoot Nanny, yeah. the Hoot Nanny show, like shootout was, you know, obviously scaled down for kids. Yeah. I feel like um, that was a good meme. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the, that spawned some fantastic memes. If it was something more like the original shootout shows, they would have. And the older-looking side of Frontier Town, I think it would be perfect. But, I mean, the, I just, I respect Cedar Fair so much for taking yeah. the time and effort to create original content. Whereas Six Flags is just like, okay, let's sign the next marketing yeah. deal. I, I, I remember uh, when Steel Vengeance was announced, like, I woke up and then I looked at my Instagram and then I just saw the whole story that was like, Oh shoot! I need to send this to Steph. <laughs> it was. In, I mean, I was so excited. I've been like hyping this coaster for so long. Um, I've had the pleasure to talk to the actors and actress who played the characters. Yeah. Um, right now, they're not sure if they're coming back or not for next season. So <laughs> I'm praying, <laughs> praying that they do come back. That, I mean, I would even like to see them bring in more of their battle app characters. Yeah. Um, at least bring back the um, characters for Steel Vengeance, because okay. that that was fun. To be 100% honest, I like your designs better than the official battle ones, because the battle for Cedar Point ones look kind of like aliens, honestly. I think, the, I think it's because it's... CGI animated, yeah, and instead of 2D animated, and it's not like expensive quality CGI animation. All of the characters end up falling into Uncanny Valley. Okay, honestly, I want to be a hundred percent honest with you. I felt like they just hired someone who got out of college, had them look at Blender for ten minutes, and then told them to animate. <laughs> oh, I mean, I couldn't. I I dabble in animation, but I'm yeah. more traditional 2D. Yeah. I would like to learn 3D, but I mean, I that's it's definitely a learning curve. Oh, I mean, yeah. I prefer to animate cartoon style. Um, so I mean, I respect them for 
what they did. I can't do 2D, though. I can do, like, 3D. I've done 3D modeling before, like I do game development. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, I couldn't do... I couldn't do 3D modeling. But I... What I do like is that with their coasters, um, for some of the designs, they aren't exactly what you'd expect for to make of the coaster. You know, their Battle for Cedar Points dragster character easily could have just been standard, you know, race car driver character. You yeah. Know, like, like, there you go. But they took it a step further and really developed the environment around it. You're in this desert wasteland. And the character looks like something out of Mad Max, which I find hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, but it adds a whole new level of personality to the yeah. ride and to I, the character. I think I know why they did that, though. Like, the desert look. It's because the, like, land speed record is always taken, and I think it's in Nevada. There's a desert where they just test the fastest of the fast cars, which are really just rockets on wheels. <laughs> Isn't that what a dragster is, anyway? True. <laughs> I mean, oh boy, those those are insane. Yeah. My dragster is fueled by hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That that that's what it was. It was it was sabotage from another alliance. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was that was good. That was good. I don't use nitro. I use hot sauce <laughs> from Panda <laughs> Express. <laughs> <laughs> Hydraulic fluid? Nah, we're running on hot sauce now. <laughs> I mean, hot rods are a thing. Why not <laughs> hot sauce rods? <laughs> Oh, that joke is never gonna die. I'm gonna no, die that's, before that's the that new meme. meme. Yeah, that's the that's the new meme. Uh. It's a good one too. I mean, that's just that's one of those headlines where you're like fake news, but <laughs> <laughs> now that multiple sources are reporting on it, you're like, well then. Yeah. Just think though, like. You know, imagine being a police officer. You have to do all those super important crimes, but then you get called to talk to a kid who threw hot sauce. True. You know that would that would be an interesting experience. I mean, I could if I I yeah. couldn't keep a straight face. I would yeah. walk in. I'd just be laughing. Yeah, I I'm not the best with keeping straight faces when it comes to jokes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man, yeah. So I that was that was crazy. I don't under I don't know why anyone would want to do that because they probably got kicked out of the park or you know yeah. ex expelled from the park or however you would classify that. Yeah. So are there any other topics that we should cover? Uh, I think we need to address the RMC Son of Beast possibility. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we spend so much time talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, like, so reportedly, um, RMC has been at Kings Island with clipboards um, around the areas behind Firehawk Racer and where Dinosaurs Alive used to be. And we all knew something was going back there. They're clearing out Dinosaurs Alive. I mean, it wasn't, it ended up, you know, towards the end of its lifespan not being as profitable, which could be another reason for taking it out. But, you know, it's 
a big enough footprint. Most of the stuff is already cleared. You can reuse some of the um, pathways depending how you lay out the coaster. But um, with RMC, I believe this is the second time they've reportedly come in there. Um, and, and being spotted in the same area, too, that's a good sign for the manufacturer for their next coaster, which I believe will come in 2022. Some people are saying, no, 2019, 2020. Yeah. I'm like, but that that's too soon. We just got Mystic Timbers. Is you it, have, oh, I mean, the we got Mystic Timbers and Banshee three years apart, which is incredible for a Cedar Fair Park to get two coasters back to back like that. Um, but with Kings Island's anniversary coming up so soon, I highly doubt that they're going to do a 2020 coaster or a 2019 coaster and then turn around and do a 2022 coaster because it would be a bit of a letdown if they just did like a flat ride expansion for their anniversary or a water park expansion yeah what i think is going to be planned there is so if rmc is there and obvious everyone wants a giga for king's island so i think they might get a giga t-rex coaster like a i would be okay with that yeah 300 foot tall t-rex they they wouldn't get a raptor no, I don't see them getting a Raptor. I think it's either going to be ground up RMC or, um, or a, like you said, a Giga yeah. T-Rex. They, I, I mean, oh. sorry. I mean, the thing I'm personally more hoping for RMC Son of Beast, given the lore and the evidence that puts it on the table, um, and the fact that Kings Islands always prided themselves on their wooden coasters, um. I feel like it would be fitting for them to have RMC, a ground-up RMC remake of Son of Beast. Yeah, but I personally don't think that happened because, I mean, uh, it wouldn't exactly make sense. Like, they need a new, like, sit-down coaster, yo, and they don't have a Giga yet, and they just got a wooden coaster, so it kind of wouldn't make sense for two wooden coasters in a row, it would kind of make more sense for a steel coaster. No, it would. And like I said, both are possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I, I mean, I rode Son of Beast with the loop because, like I said, I was a stretched out piece of Laffy Taffy as a kindergartner. <laughs> and it was, it was the most incredible experience. I mean, I just remember looking out over Action Zone um, once you get to the top of the hill, there's a little bit of a dip that sort of curved out over yeah. actions before doing the main drop. I remember as a small kid, my dad had his arm around me because I was so thin. He had to hold me into the seat. <laughs> and I look out over action zone. It was by far the tallest roller coaster in the park. I mean, it, it was a hyper. It was, broke yeah. 200 feet. And I looked down like, oh, no instant regret but and I was just so blown back and I, I remember taking that loop and I couldn't I couldn't even believe it it was so it was so fast and so intense I mean it it was so fast and the trains were just didn't fit it right it was essentially breaking itself yeah. uh, especially with the shoddy craftsmanship on the foundation but man it was I mean it's not something that I would, you know, like hate on because I mean, was it a rough ride? Yes, but it was. I mean, it was it was breathtaking. It was hard to ride, but it was. I mean, it was a feat. You know, it was yeah. it was an attempt. An attempt was made, 
nothing will be done like that again in its original glory. I mean, RMC is fully capable of remaking it as an RMC, but, I mean, GCI isn't going to remake it yeah, as GCI a Woody. Could. No one's going to... I mean, because wooden coasters just... They aren't meant to go that high and that fast. Yeah. So, I mean, with all of the Outpost 5 symbols popping up around the park, and we're still finding more in the park showing up, um, it's interesting that for the effort that they went to... The effort that they went through to forget Son of Beast, it's interesting now to see them start bringing the lore back. Even on King's Island's um, Instagram page, they posted one of the tombstones at Banshee calling attention to an Irish proverb. They wanted us to translate this proverb, and it translated to, um, and I'm paraphrasing here, something about um, every beginning is weak. And then I believe in Swedish it was, it translated to and I'm, again, I'm paraphrasing, more literally starting as a child, um, which is an obvious call to the sun, <laughs> a painful one if that. That can't be a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, they themed, they have the tombstone for Son of Beast, and they have, I mean, now that they're calling attention to all the Irish, prover- the, the Irish proverbs on gravestones, um, Outpost 5 symbols, appearing is there and they're not at every ride they're specifically at rides um that would feature cryptids and so you're not going to find them on vortex you're not going to find them on stunt coaster on racer um it's purely the rides that feature like cryptids these unknown creatures um you know like 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 warning you know the beast spotted in this area is the beast real I mean, you have out like legit Outpost Five titled, you know, signs hanging in Mystic Timbers, a bunch of um, Outpost Five symbols in the station, a bunch of them um, in the shed itself, um, which is known, which is known where cryptids appear. So I think that honestly, I mean, maybe because of the bad media with Son of Beast, they did do RMC Ground Up Son of Beast. It would be more themed to the station it, that housed it, Outpost Five than Son of Beast itself, but it yeah. would still be called to Son of Beast. Even if they got a Giga T-Rex and they still called it something along the lines of Outpost 5, I would be satisfied with that. I just would. because yeah. of, you know, the call to the sun, it wouldn't just, all of, all of these symbols popping up wouldn't be red herrings because people are starting to notice them. But what if this all turns out like a fiasco like the Mystic Timbers Shed? I hope not. I mean, yeah. knowing the thing is with Mystic Timbers, the ride itself is amazing. I love yeah. that ride. But like, what sucks is that it's so short. Yeah. I mean, the build up to the shed was incredible, especially your first time riding it. I mean, you ride it and you ride it at dusk, first time. It's I and mean, you start your heart starts racing a little bit. I mean they're doing it right. It's just everyone expected this Disney theatrical um, jump scare. Yeah. And it you're just not gonna have that. I mean that's that's not what the park does. They're gonna spend more money on the, the roller ride. coaster than everything around the roller coaster, which is what Disney does. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know what I was thinking. Someday when I design my parks and stuff, I'm not going to, like, you know, get engineers to inspect it. I'm going to get the Agricultural Foundation to inspect <laughs> it. <laughs> let's, have, 
that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> if you Jeez. all if you all don't know what I mean by that, it's they had them in inspect Son of Beast instead of the proper people. Yeah, I don't I don't even know what happened with that. Like that was that, that was that was an accident from the beginning. Yeah, I mean it was Ooh, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what I what I love about Kings Island is if they if they connect these Outpost Five symbols to all of the rides featuring cryptids, then uh, and Diamondback being in the bat being included at Mystic Timbers in the form of shed cameos, but they if they if their new coaster ties in that with Outpost Five, I mean, you've essentially created an entire story for the park. And you're connecting all of these rides to this government organization. And reading some of the background theming for Firehawk, it's actually, you know, a lot of it, Firehawk is, you know, on its last leg, it looks like. They stop, they they don't bother to repaint it. It breaks down a couple times a week. They're rarely ever running two trains. I'm surprised to see them running two trains. I was going to say, they're probably going to shut it down soon because there's no way it's profitable. Like, oh like, no! Like that's that's yeah. sort of the hunch. That's the hunch. Like, if whatever they're putting in, Firehawk is gonna go out, and which would work with the Outpost Five theming because it's so close to where the original Outpost Five stands still today, and it's next to Flight of Fear, which is an obvious government, you know, building. Um, it would tie in which Outpost Five symbols have been found in. Um, yeah, like, uh, and more than, there used to be just one, and now there's at least three of them, maybe four. Huh. You, you'll find them on barrels, you'll find them on boxes, and you'll find them on, um, you'll walk into the queue, and as you get closer to the spaceship, there's, like, crazy boards, they're called, um, with a bunch of newspaper clippings packed up and the most interesting and most compelling piece of evidence there is an outpost five symbol in red with red text next to it on the same sticker saying confirmed in all caps outpost five confirmed so illuminati confirmed. <laughs> illuminati confirmed so i am really really hoping that they're going to tie in all of this theming with their new coaster, whether it's solely themed to Outpost 5 um, and used to connect all of their cryptid rides into a story, or straight up tied to Son of Beast and still achieving the same effect. I mean, having it themed to Outpost 5 is still having it low-key themed to Son of Beast, so either way, I'm happy. It would just be more of a nod to the coaster if it were a ground-up RMC versus a T-Rex. But either way, I'm going to be thrilled. Whatever it is, though, something massive is going on. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is that if we're... RMC's been spotted at the park a lot. Um, and given that we have a little bit of a gap between now and our coming anniversary... That's plenty of time. Save up the money to purchase those bigger coasters. I mean, Cedar Fair especially has been footing a pretty big bill with all the RMCs they purchased for this season. Um, So having that gap makes sense. I mean, in between, Kings Island can get their old-fashioned cars back. Um, 
you know, maybe a water park expansion. They kind of need it. Um, I mean, their their water park is fun, but it's not anything to brag about. Um, or and I mean, their theme parks, their their ride park is definitely better than their water park. Yeah. Or, I mean, per, like I prefer the beach water park to Kings Island's water park, even well, especially now that it is just sketchy as hell. It's mm. so funny. Or what if they were actually having RMC make an Outpost 5-themed golf course? I would be severely disappointed. Because remember, RMC also makes golf courses and swimming pools. That's really funny. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> yeah, are we getting an RMC? But it's an RMC pool for the water park. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That that would actually be that that would make me so furious. Like that would cement my decision to move to Sandusky. <laughs> that right there, that is unforgivable. Uh, yeah. yeah, your area. I feel like the area you live in, like that Ohio area, they have like. All of the best parks in the like some of the best parks in the world are like three hour drives. Oh away. yeah, I live in a fan. I mean, this is a fantastic area. The community is. I mean, it's a well off community. The high school yeah. is huge. I mean, granted, like we have our own problems. Like Mason has, like Mason High School, like going there, growing up there, it definitely has a mental health problem. But yeah. it's. I mean, the fact I can see Kings Island from my high school. That is awesome. Like, I can, I watch the sunrise over Kings Island every morning from my high school. That's well, how close we are. It's really cool. What was pretty awesome is, so recently I went on a New York trip with my school, and so, oh, uh, we stayed at this hotel in New Jersey, and it turned out to be right next to the American Dream Mall, so I was able to, like, every morning watch um them constructing the Gerslauer Eurofighter in there, you know, the one they're building in New Jersey. Yeah, that's neat. The world's steepest. And so I took like a few hundred pictures. <laughs> Not, I took like 60 pictures the whole trip because I was just so fascinated by it and it was awesome. Man, that, see, that's a cool view. Yeah. I'm excited for Canada's Wonderland's announcement of their coaster that they're building. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, see, what's been interesting... It, yeah, it would make sense for them to theme it to Ziz, um, which I believe is sort of the the third part to their, you know, Beast of the Land, Beast of the Sea. So, yeah, and then you have, like, yeah. Beast of the Sky um, for biblical references there. But then what sort of threw me off was that um, Cedar Fair released these newspaper clippings about... Um, Beauregard's mining company moving, like, you know, branching out into Canada. You know, it's like big purchase pending from Beauregard or Beauregard Chamberlain or whatever, which, for those of you who don't know, is Maverick. That's yeah. Cedar's character. That's his actual name, which I find hilarious. You know, uh, <laughs> I actually think it would make more sense to do a mining theme because... It's a dive coaster. It's diving underground. So to me, it exactly. made more sense. 
But also, I think it's kind of eh, the theming, because it's almost like bitter in 1898, the kind of theming with a mine. Yeah, and the thing is, with mine and Old West, is that it's done so many times over. It's what I love it. about Leviathan and Behemoth theming is that you don't, like, I mean, they're awesome names, for starters. Um, they go with each other, like, yin and yang, and it, I mean... It's just a unique theme that you don't see. I mean, you know, you have all these, um, you know, wood coasters being <laughs> themed to wood <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, I mean, what was nice about Steel Vengeance is that, okay, it kind of had to be themed to Western given the area that it was going to be in. But they they added on to it. They made a story out of it. They made it immersive, interactive, instead of just, you know, straight up another Wild West theme. I feel, my fear is that they make it 100% themed to mining, that it's just going to feel out of place. Now, what they could do is both have it tied to Ziz and to Maverick's mining company with the theory that, okay, you know, what if he somehow awakened Ziz? What if, you know, what if yeah. something happened? Um, I mean, I guess we're just going to have to wait until August to find out more, but... That, I feel like that would be cool to see. That would be completely unique theming and um, bring their story to life more, connecting it to more parks. Or maybe instead we should put three sheds there. One, <laughs> of, one, one of them has a mediocre screen effect in it, and then the other two have half the population of the park in it. <laughs> you get what I mean? The actual shed in the cattle pens on Mystic Timbers. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I really like the cue for Mystic Timbers. I thought that was set up really, really cool. Yeah. Like, the with, with the theming, it's it's, Im yeah. it's immersive. Wood. <laughs> what is it themed to? Wood. We need a little bit more than that. Haunted wood. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, okay, so Miami River Lumber Company, right? Like, their their job is to cut down trees. I mean, you know, makes sense. And then you have this tree beast who's really pissed off about, I'm assuming, cutting down trees. <laughs> because <laughs> it's right, a tree. Right. My immediate thought, my and I, I was awake at 3 a.m., like, sat up, dead awake, because I thought of this. Oh, my gosh. Mystic Timbers is the Lorax. <laughs> you have you have this guy in this company coming in. Oh my gosh, look at all of these trees. We can make so much money from these trees. Starts cutting down all the trees and then, and then you know issues start to happen. They they you know guardian of the trees awakens except it's not a fluffy orange guy <laughs> you know what? all right let's make a roller coaster themed to trees but it's not any trees it's angry trees it's an angry tree like Top. literally with twisted timbers logo i mean <laughs> it was like, wait so is, is there is there more angry trees but they're not they're not cutting down the trees. They're taking the fruit from the trees. So, I mean, technically, they're they're just doing what nature wants them to do. Yeah. <laughs> You're oh. spreading seeds, technically. I mean, I, it's like, all right, all right. I think there's a little more theming to that. There's, like, this giant white 
rock, spherical rock. Oh, yeah, that uh, thing. Yeah, that was... Now let's take the trees and put a starfish on the ground. And it's like, I don't know, it, it almost looks like an egg. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It looks like an angry egg. Yeah. Oh my gosh, but did you see there, um, so there's Battle for King's Dominion. Uh, that, that's pretty new. And they just came out with a design for, um, Twisted Timbers. <laughs> my first reaction, I look at it and I'm like, oh my god, is that Groot? <laughs> <laughs> Is that is he gonna be walking around be like I am Timbers? Oh yeah, my god! Like, <laughs> I want to see now. Now they have to tie in Shivering Timbers just because of the name, but they're not going to do that because who cares about Michigan's adventure? Yeah, who cares about Michigan's adventure? Yeah, I mean we my fam part of my family lives. Um, eight hours north in um, a small town called Frankfurt, Michigan. It's like an hour outside of Travis City. And um, we would pass, I not directly pass, but, you know, ballpark area pass Michigan's Adventure. And we see this family once a year. And my mom, she asked me because she knows I'm, I'm the coaster enthusiast. <laughs> She's like, Steph, is it worth it to take a day off of um, going to Frankfurt? Because it's like a beach town and we stay yeah. at, uh, resort up there. It's super cute. Um, and she's like, is it worth to take a day off there to go to Michigan's Adventure? And I, I just, I'm like, I just started laughing. <laughs> I'm like, Shivering Timbers is pretty good, but I mean... <laughs> they need an RMC. They need literally anything. Yeah. They could even go for a wacky worm for all I care. <laughs> Let's give them Firehawk. It could be a... It, it's like passing down... It, it's like hand-me-downs to your younger siblings. Oh, they have a Vacoma SLC. <laughs> they have... Yeah. Here's another Vacoma. You can complete the collection. Take Invertigo while you're at it. They're like the most abused, like, park. Or Michigan's know? Adventure. I mean, like, I, I can kind of see why, because you, you go to Michigan... For the skiing and the yeah. views. I mean, I love Michigan. It's gorgeous. There, especially in northern Michigan, the humidity is way down, so my hair isn't all fluffy all the time. Um, definitely not as hot, which is nice. But yeah, I mean, Michigan's. You're you're going up there for the views, not the um, views of the Vacomas. Oh, I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would go. It's just. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like, if I was in that area for something else, like a swim meet, then I would go to the park. I wasn't going to take yeah. a day off of seeing the family I see once a year. Okay. But, I mean, it, it's something that I'll probably go to eventually, but it's definitely not on my bucket list. Like, I'd rather go to Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> like, say, save up for that trip. Yeah. Wait, I thought you had a season pass. I do, but ah. hotels cost money. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to reserve a hotel room uh, in Sandusky right now for when I go on the 7th. And, uh, okay, well, we're only going into the park the 7th because I'm the only one with a pass. But that way we can stay um, through the Cedar Point Nights thing and not have to worry about driving back home at some ungodly hour. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's it, <laughs> like I don't know how to adult. I only know how to theme park. <laughs> I, I I serious. I don't know what I'm doing. My first thing I want to do is like when I'm able to get a car, I want to get a car and then work my butt off for like two summers and then go like on the ultimate coaster road trip. Oh yeah, like that would be fun. the East Coast. At least. Yeah, you can hit a lot. Yeah. See, my parents were... My mom's side of the family is going to Myrtle Beach next year. We did uh, that when I was an eighth grader. It's like five years ago, if I'm doing math right. <laughs> um, and we we didn't go to Carowinds then. I was sad. But I was excited to go to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> now that I've been to Myrtle Beach, I know I do not like ocean beaches because the sand is not as soft as lake beaches. <laughs> And I'm terrified of jellyfish. The only thing that's really good is you get some sick waves to body surf in. But the oh. thing is, to get to Myrtle Beach, you have to actually pass Carowinds. So I, I am not happy because we're not getting platinum passes next year because they're just oh. too expensive. Um, I'm going to get one for myself yeah. because, you know, being in Bowling Green, I'm, I'm an hour from Cedar Point. Like, <laughs> you cannot deprive me. <laughs> yeah. So... I, but I'm, like, trying to figure out ways to convince my parents to, on the way, to stop at Carowinds, especially because of their new coaster coming in. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that looks like it'll be fun. I, like, I want to see it. I, you know, if for the longest time, everyone was like, it's going to be RMC Hurler, which they need. I think that'll happen eventually. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. I think they might just scrap that because they already have an RMC hurler. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, this, I, I remember when people were like RMC racer for a while, but after talking to some ride ops um, from, who have been at the park yeah. for a while, the supports on racer, just they're, they're not strong enough to RMC. The coaster's too old. Um the, the most they'll do to that is a retracking and a repainting, which I think would be really cool. Do you agree with me that Racer 75 is a stupid name? It's a stupid name. Yeah. Rebel they Yellow. probably could have named... I mean, like, I, I, I get why they changed the name initially, yeah. but um, it, it kind of they could have renamed it to something cooler. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, is there anything else we should cover... I mean, that's up to you, pal. I don't really have anything else to cover, so um, I guess that'll be it for the podcast. We ran just over an hour, so that's pretty good. That was our goal, so yeah. So, all right. Uh, let me. Thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. Oh no problem. I'd be happy to again in the future. So, oh yeah, I would be too. Yeah. So, and. Cut.